You're listening to Hainai by Motsi Dapul. Episode 17 Kasunduan Hello, sir. May I help you with anything? Uh, don't worry, young miss. Just browsing. I saw such interesting knickknacks in the window. I had to see them all up close. I don't mean to be a bother. Oh, no, not at all. I just meant that if you want me to explain some of the artifacts Mr. B- I mean, Grumadev collects, I can give you the grand tour. We've also got free mini-readings over here if you want to grab one. <laughs> These gonna tell my fortune? About as well as the guru does himself, sure. And whereabouts is this guru fella? Beardy guy on the posters, right? Currently, he's attending a private reading with a client, so I'm here making sure the shop runs smoothly while he's away. Maybe I prefer that. He the type to kick a man like me out for taking a look at his wares? The guru's a consummate professional. If he wanted to kick you out, You'd have at least five free things in hand, and he'd say to tell your friends. Uh, real interesting fellow to work for, I'm guessing. More than you think. Oh, careful! No, stars above. I'm so sorry, young lady. My eyesight isn't what it used to be anymore. I'd better get out of your way. Said I didn't want to be a bother, and there I go, knocking your darn products off the shelves. It's, it's really no problem. There's a reason the guru keeps these rugs everywhere. See? Nothing broken. Well, my pockets thank every witch gods and things for that. Thank you for indulging me, miss. Sometimes, when you get to my age, you take what conversation you can get. Especially when you're in my position. Of course. Don't get many people looking around the shop at this time. So, really, it was a pleasure to have someone to talk to. You'll be alright? Just as fine as always, miss. You stay safe now. You never know. Mm, well, stay safe. Welcome, gentlemen. I wasn't expecting the charming guru to have an entourage. Or security. But maybe I'm underestimating your popularity. Thank you for inviting us into your beautiful home. I hope it's not an imposition to have my friend, the detective, here. Not at all. Honestly, you did me a favor. Couldn't come up with an excuse to invite two policemen into my home without inviting suspicion from the precinct, but here's one of you, right here in my sitting room. <sighs> so we're going right into it then. Didn't expect that. Let's just say it's a relief to speak plainly to someone that isn't planning to kill me for once. At least, I hope you're not planning to kill me. I'll warn you. If you try to pull that gun on me, I can't promise you'll come out of it half the man you used to be. As long as you don't give me a reason to use it, Miss Aurelati. 
Mrs., actually. Oh, I suppose that wouldn't have made the papers. <laughs> My husband should be around here somewhere. I'll introduce you. Drink? No, thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to poison you. Though I appreciate the cautious attitude. Now sit, you're making my back hurt just standing there. Especially you. I don't know how you can keep such a stiff posture. So? So, you saw us. Hard not to. Especially since I was expecting that delivery, and you two blew it up right at the door. Do you know how hard it is to get these things back intact before the damn self-important benefactor swoops in and sucks the power out of them? Which one? The focus? Or the walking corpse that multiplied in your garden shed? My workshop, you mean. My husband jokingly dubbed it the Hellmouth, <laughs> though the terminology is inaccurate. If you'd just let the corpse go, you wouldn't have had to deal with so much chaos. The system is rigged in such a way that intruders who are caught right on the edge of the Hellmouth aren't wasted. Their fear, their life force, isn't wasted. Meaning? Meaning you should be dead. Not just dead, mind you, but dying over and over again. Your fear fueling my perfect machine. Is... is that what happens to anyone who crosses into your... workshop? Or for that matter, the victims of your foci? In general, yes. You dodged a bullet, detective. All thanks to your magical friend here. So what? Is this meant to be your revenge for denying you... fuel? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I was intrigued. I thought for the longest time that you were just faking your persona. That your magic was as real as an <laughs> influencer's parasocial relationship with their fans. But then I see you light up like a firework and battle the power of a fully charged focus. And you and your detective friends pull away from a power that would have ground you to dust. <laughs> Unbelievable, unfamiliar power and magic. I want to know more. Tell me, how did you do it? <laughs> I'd hate to give away the mystique. <laughs> give it a try anyway. I can't. Can't or won't? <laughs> can't. He literally doesn't know how he did it. <laughs> what? So you just accidentally shrugged off one of the most powerful wells of raw magic and walked away unscathed? I wouldn't say unscathed, but yes, I don't know what I did. All this magic stuff, this real magic stuff, is new to me. When we encountered your old pal George, that's when I found out that it wasn't just fairy tales, or easy marks. I heard about that. Oh, yes, I heard George was back in the world for a blink, <laughs> and then he was... snuffed out. Oh, our benefactor was chomping at the bit to kill George Langford, but someone beat him to it. Our benefactor? Oh, I know. It just oozes self-importance, but I'm afraid I couldn't call him anything else, except perhaps... 
that bastard. It's the spell, you see. He has this memory spell with extra bits and bobs that he picked up over the last century. We don't know his name or his face. I had him in this very sitting room a few months ago, and I couldn't even begin to tell you what he looks like or the sound of his voice. Wait, aren't you allies, though? Of course we are. I couldn't be anything else and still be alive and kicking. I don't know if you've seen what happens to those who cross him, but... Well, you did meet George. Or whatever was left of him. And I suppose knowing our words, knowing the foci, knowing who I am, all from George Langford. Is that right? Yes. And have you... encountered our benefactor before? Apart from discovering George May coming back to this world, that is. I assume you were there for that. In a manner of speaking. Meaning? We heard his whistling song. Um, oh, um, what was it? Billy Boy. We know he's been around certain incidents that we've encountered. We thought he was behind all of the foci until we discovered the Ordo. The rest of you... Elders. So you've done your research. <laughs> Does your third party from the other night know as much as you do, Detective? Uh, partner, I assume. Hmm. While I appreciate the spirit of caution and loyalty, I did bring you here to get answers. And disappointingly, I'm not getting very many of them. So let's try something else. <laughs> You really think that'll work? What? Hmm. Who is this girl that you sent on a suicide mission? <laughs> you really think a rope tether will help her escape? Oh, and there! Just a little bit too far off my grounds, but I see him. That partner of yours? And a friend. Where the tether ends. So what? Were you going to distract me with vague talk about things I called you here to know, and they were going to try to mount a failed rescue? You overestimate yourself. And underestimate them. This isn't just my ego, although I'll admit it's a little bit bigger than I'd like. What you don't understand about my machine is that what powers it is greater than any single practitioner of magic could control. I knew it in the back of my mind. Even as we built my grand machine. What kind of power? <laughs> there is a world. Besides our own. At least, I assume it's a world. Perhaps it's nothing more than an endless, formless torment. An everlasting storm. I don't know, I've never seen it. But my husband and I tore a hole into the veil of reality that separates us from it. A tiny one. Barely a ripped seam in the size of my fingertip. And just that little fingertip hole was enough to power my grand machine. And then some. Form that which we call the Hellmouth. We've contained as much of it as my grand machine can take, but it leaks and leaks into the world regardless forming a miasma of madness and suffering. The magical potential it holds is nigh limitless, but to contain it, 
we needed very specific materials. Fear deaths that we collected from activated foci. Nightmares of life ending. Over and over to keep the most powerful living nightmare at bay. Wait, what? So you have that much power in a shed behind your mansion, and you still fear this man? This benefactor? Wherever he is, it sounds like you have the upper hand. <laughs> Were it so. But the caveat, the little practical joke the world played on me when I was finally able to tap into this limitless power, is that I can hardly use it. The power is too overwhelming. Like my skin is cracking from the inside out. Like I can't even contain a sliver of a sliver in my own body. All I can seem to do is maintain existing spells that no longer need me as a conduit, and use the rest of the wild, relentless magic to power the machine that keeps it contained. An ironic feedback loop that keeps the Hellmouth from swallowing up everything in its vicinity. And you've never tried to close it? Oh, I've tried. Failed. Many times over. Best I've done is keep it a secret from my... allies for this long, at least. I can't use it. But that doesn't mean nobody can. Our benefactor is gathering power at an alarming rate. Always present during the fear deaths induced by every focus. Somehow playing the old system to make them activate faster. Huh. And here I thought you were all buying into the limitless power and immortality thing. <laughs> Look at me, detective. I'm rich enough to live on this property by myself. At least... In the eyes of the world. I have an inheritance that I can pass down to myself for decades. I have brand recognition. I can travel the world on somebody else's dime. And I can be left alone to study my passions. I don't even need to kill people to stay alive like my peers. At least, the few of them that are still around. I like this world. I don't want to see it destroyed. And you think... You think the benefactor is planning to destroy this world? I don't think that's his end goal. But with what he's been doing, the moves he's been making, I don't think he cares if that happens as a side effect. So... You want our help to stop him? Is that it? Oh! Yes. And I have a proposal prepared as well, if you'll hear it. Oh, good! The spell that affects us all ensures that we do not know the benefactor's face and name. He's nigh untraceable, and we cannot even begin to track his magic back to the source. Many of us have tried. One or two have died in the attempt, but there's someone he trusts who has acted in his stead before, and he's the one he can look to. His name is Richard Henry. He was one of the chosen few under our leader in the Ordo. I don't know if you've heard of him. Savard. Yeah, we remember. Good. Then you know his people weren't anything to scoff at. He and his men and one woman were the ones who elevated us to what we became. Elders. Immortals. 
Richard Henry is decidedly not his master, but he might as well be for how memorable he is. He blends in. It's what he's good at. Last I heard, he's an investment banker. Lives and works in the financial district. We met him a few times, me and my husband. Uh, he's a bland, matter-of-fact individual. A consummate professional. And he works directly under the benefactor. If you confront him, well, he'll be your in. Confront him? If we try to find him and he realizes we're on his trail, wouldn't he just disappear? Certainly. But you don't have to find him. You just have to meet him. Our Ordo has meetings every few years to see who survived, to see what alliances can be made. We've dwindled in number, to be sure. But it's still a benefit for us to see what the others are up to and plan accordingly. It's scheduled, down to the date and time. You just need to be there. Yeah, I don't think a party this exclusive will have strangers like us on the guest list. In fact, I'd be worried if it did. I have a solution for that. One of you or your allies can simply cloak yourselves in my magic. Wear my face and body, join the proceedings, then make sure to mark Richard Henry with a spell of my own making. Track him, you track the benefactor. You really do have this all planned out. But how do you know it'll work? I never go into anything without contingencies. I will say, though, the one who doesn't will have to be an adept user of magic. Oh, I was afraid you'd say that. Hey, don't look at me. I'm barely a user of magic. I'm not an adept one. The biggest question here is how do you know we won't just screw up your plan? Oh, darling. I never go into any major agreements without a contract set up. And this one doesn't even need a signature. Just a handshake and your true name. Keep good. Not until you read us the terms, madame. What if, what if we say no? Will you just let us walk out that door? Well, I can't force you to undergo this contract without your implicit consent, but I will present you something for your consideration. <gasps> what? Your friend, Mari, rescuing the poor, helpless babe. She's running. But she's trapped by infinite doorways. No matter her tether, she will never get out. Something creeps behind the place your people are. The woman with the colored hair sitting in the front seat. Your detective partner at the wheel. The hellmouth expands to feast. They will be swallowed. They aren't safe. Not until I tell my machine to pull back. Pause its programming at least long enough for them to escape. Quite frankly, I'm impressed young Mari has made it this far. You're lying. I'm not. But even if I was, could you really risk your friends like that on a suicide mission? Hey. Read us the terms. Only three. One, 
for as long as this contract remains unfulfilled, you will not betray me and remain my steadfast ally, protecting my well-being and committing yourself to the cause. Two, I will not betray you and will use my utmost power to protect you to the best of my ability as you work to fulfill this contract. Three, this contract will only be fulfilled when you kill the one called the Benefactor, or destroy him utterly. That's it? That's it. I'm not here to screw you over, Guru, nor your friends. I want allies who are capable and powerful, who aren't tied to this mess of an order like I am. <laughs> my intentions aren't benevolent, but we are aligned in this. What do you say? <gasps> what? What is that? Oh, hello, love. Don't be rude. I have guests. <laughs> Is that so? What did it say? Clock's ticking. Your friends will be devoured soon if you don't make a decision. Donna? Damn it. We have a deal. Oh, finally here I see. Our other guests. Hey. You two okay? Just beachy. What are you two doing here? We got him out. We were just worried we need to get you two out. What did you do? I could ask you the same question. I saw what you did, but I don't fully understand it. Your guru friend was able to escape the Hellmouth before it even pulled them all in, but you... You dove right into my machine and came out of it. Well glowing. How did you do it? What did you do to them? Nothing they didn't agree to. We made a deal. What kind of deal? A chance to end the benefactor once and for all. That kind of deal. Is it binding? Oh, yes. You can feel it, can't you? Then transfer it to me. No. Tundra! You don't need to take everything on alone. We weren't stupid. We did what we needed to to make sure things stayed in our favor. Still. She's right. What? Murphy? Do it. Both of you. Please. I'm afraid the bond can't be severed once made. But, if you wish it, I can add you to the contract. Split the difference. Divide the consequences between three people instead of two. Fine. Put me in. Mari. Ooh, so possessive, detective. No need. This one can take care of herself and then some. Right, love? <laughs> You think it's wise to have more of us beholden to this contract? I think between the three of you, this one's the most likely to land a killing blow on our bastard benefactor. 
so you might as well let her join in. Vanessa Smith Bartolotti. And your name? Marilag Precious Datuin. Hey, we good? Yeah. Yeah, you two can fill us in on the way out. Come on, then. You really think a gun will take me down, Detective Number Two? I think you shouldn't be this cocky when you don't know what I've got in the chamber. Hmm. Fair enough. Feel free to see yourselves out. My husband's getting hungry. Don't. What? Whatever you were going to say to her, don't. You shouldn't have backed her play, man. We had it handled. You didn't see what I saw. And what did you see? (sighs) That you need to stop trying to protect her. I'm not. I know as well as anyone else what she's capable of. Then... Why are you so afraid to let her do her job? Because it isn't her job, Murphy. It isn't her destiny, it isn't her role to be poked at and prodded by every supernatural monster in a human suit, ooing and awing at her powers. It isn't her vocation to be this city's goddamn savior. She's a human being we pulled into our cases, and now we're a team. And I'm damn glad that contract couldn't be passed over, because at least this way, she doesn't have to take everything on her shoulders alone. Uh, are you sure? What? Never mind. No, 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 no. Don't deflect. Just say what you're thinking. Are you... even sure she's a human being? (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm not saying she's not a good person, because I know she is. She's our people, Donner. I'm not denying that either. But with everything Mari's done, how can you just keep trusting there's nothing she's keeping from us? We all got our secrets, Murphy. Even from each other. But that won't stop me from trusting the person who gave me the answers to questions I've been asking for decades. (laughs) What? (laughs) Nothing. Irony. God, I really thought she meant more to you than just answers. That's not what I... Sure, partner. I know. Come on. Better not keep them waiting. You're listening to... Hainai. by Motsi Dapul. Hey everyone, this is Reg Helly, co-creator and co-producer of Hainai. Hainai is a podcast produced by Motsi Dapul, Yoi Hilago, and me, and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was written and directed by Motsi Dapul, who also plays the role of Mary Datuin. The role of Donner was played by Leon Johnson, 
The role of Murphy was played by Edward Boxler. The role of Ashvin was played by Adil R. The role of Vanessa was played by Maya Dapol. The role of Evelyn was played by Natalie. And the role of the homeless man was played by Ivan Dapol. As you may have noticed, we've experienced a few delays in the past months in our posting of episodes, and we've recently made the decision to change our posting schedule. From December 2021, the Hi team will be posting an episode monthly, with each episode dropping on the last Sunday of each month. But here's some good news to go with this announcement. Episodes will be much longer and we'll have more time to prepare in case of unforeseen issues and avoid delays. We'll be releasing more special episodes, such as the Remind Me to Tell You Later series for our Patreon, as well as previews for all our listeners, with episodes such as Santelmo and Lamay slated for release over the next few months. And we'll be able to complete all our transcripts and other important materials for our socials. We hope to make the podcast more consistent and make the content the best that it can be. Episode 18 will be posted on November 28 or 29 Philippine time. To help support the production of Hainai, you can buy us a milk tea at coffee or subscribe to our coffee gold at coffee.com slash Hainaipod. That's ko-fi.com slash Hainaipod. Or you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Hainaipod. You can also check out official Hainai merchandise on our Redbubble store at redbubble.com slash people slash Hainaipod. Hainai is available on Podbean, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can find the links to these channels along with news and updates on our official blog, hainaipod.tumblr.com. If you get to listen, leave us a rating and review while you're at it. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at hainaipod. To all our listeners and supporters, Happy Halloween, Merry Christmas, and thank you all so much for being there with us on this journey.